0: Abraham Lincoln, Foully Assassinated, April Fourteenth, Eighteen Sixty Five, by Tom Taylor, from The World's Best Poetry, Volume Seven, Descriptive and Narrative, Part One, Read for LibriVox.org by Jason in Canada. Abraham Lincoln, Foully Assassinated, April Fourteenth, Eighteen Sixty Five, Footnote this tribute appeared in the London Punch, which, up to the time of the assassination of Mr. Lincoln, had ridiculed and maligned him with all its well-known powers of pen and pencil. End footnote. You lay a wreath on murdered Lincoln's bier. You, who with mocking pencil wont to trace, broad for the self-complacent British sneer, his length of shambling limb, his furrowed face, his gaunt, gnarled hands, his unkempt, bristling hair, his garb uncouth, his bearing ill at ease, his lack of all we prize as debonair, of power or will to shine, of art to please. You, whose smart pen backed up the pencil's laugh, judging each step as though the way were plain, reckless, so it could point its paragraph of chief's perplexity, or people's pain beside this corpse that bears for winding sheet the stars and stripes he lived to rear anew between the mourners at his head and feet say scurrile jester is there room for you yes he had lived to shame me from my sneer to lame my pencil and confute my pen to make me own this kind of princes peer This rail-splitter, a true-born king of men. My shallow judgment I had learned to rue, Noting how to occasion's height he rose, How his quaint wit made home-truth seem more true, How, iron-like, his temper grew by blows, How humble, yet how hopeful he could be, How in good fortune and in ill the same, Nor bitter in success, Nor boastful he, thirsty for gold, nor feverish for fame. He went about his work, such work as few ever had laid on head and heart and hand. As one who knows where there's a task to do, man's honest will must heaven's good grace command. Who trusts the strength will with the burden grow, that God makes instruments to work his will, if but that will we can arrive to know nor tamper with the weights of good and ill? So he went forth to battle, on the side that he felt clear was liberties and rights, as in his peasant boyhood he had plied his warfare with rude nature's thwarting mights. The uncleared forest, the unbroken soil, the iron bark that turns the lumberer's axe, the rapid that o'erbears the boatman's toil, the prairie hiding the mazed wanderer's tracks the ambushed indian and the prowling bear such were the deeds that helped his youth to train rough culture but such trees large fruit may bear if but their stock be of right girth and grain so he grew up a destined work to do and lived to do it four long suffering years ill fate ill feeling Ill report lived through, and then he heard the hisses change to cheers, the taunts to tribute, the abuse to praise, and took both with the same unwavering mood, till, as he came on light from darkling days, and seemed to touch the goal from where he stood, a felon hand between the goal and him reached from behind his back, a trigger pressed, and those perplexed and patient eyes were dim. Those gaunt, long-laboring limbs were laid to rest. The words of mercy were upon his lips, Forgiveness in his heart and on his pen, When this vile murderer brought swift eclipse To thoughts of peace on earth, goodwill to men. The old world and the new, from sea to sea, Utter one voice of sympathy and shame. Sore heart, so stopped when it at last beat high, sad life cut short just as its triumph came a deed accursed strokes have been struck before by the assassin's hand whereof men doubt if more of horror or disgrace they bore but thy foul crime like Cain's, stands darkly out vile hand that brandest murder on a strife whate'er its grounds stoutly and nobly striven and with the martyr's crown crownest a life with much to praise, little to be forgiven. Tom Taylor End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.